What's good everybody, this is Silas from SilasBeats.com And this is the first podcast of 2020 Today I wanted to just try and give a little bit of a breakdown as to what I've been up to Uh, Remember this podcast is kind of documenting the journey between zero and a million rand turnover for this music business It's not... Like it's not flashy or anything. I'm literally just putting information down so that one day when someone says, hey, oh man, how did you get there? I can just point them in this direction and all the information will be here. So 2020, 2019, 2019 ended. Um, my total turnover, I'm working with turnover now, right? If you want to, um, actually, I should be able to calculate this somehow. Um, my expenses, look, one main major thing about my business is that I've been really good at tracking the income. Literally, I've, I've made charts and graphs about my income. When it comes to the expenses, I've never really looked at trying to decrease them or trying to analyze them because my expenses never really go past 5K. I rarely, rarely ever get to a point where I'm spending like 5,000 Rand on expenses for the month for the business. But that's going to have to change this year because... I'm planning on setting up a business, like an actual brick and mortar studio, like a building that I can enter into. And the first thing that's gonna hit me is rent. Lights, water, just keeping the damn thing open is gonna be the first problem. The reason why I think I can open it and it should be a pretty decent idea is that month on month I've been able to cover rent for a fairly decently sized studio space. Um, even this past month, I mean, January 2020 is not great um, for anybody, but I was still able to get enough cash that would have covered twice the amount of rent I'm willing to pay for. So, um, end of 2019, I walked away with a turnover, how much did we turn over? Uh, 206,000 rand. That was the turnover for the year. Not my best, it's my second best. Uh, my best was 2000 uh, was was 18 was 2018 where the turnover was 250k and then 17 was 200k again but this time I, I think that one was round about 200k whereas this one was 206,000 so it was it was more so I'm I'm like I'm happy about that also considering half the year was spent working a nine-to-five job that I'm still currently in I'm I'm plodding away out. Don't worry, I'm trying to get back to it. But I've got other things I need to pay for. I've got a wedding on the way. Um, I have a whole lot of other things that I want to try and set up, including this business. So having that nine to five, although it is a bit of a struggle, it's a struggle waking up in the morning, it's a struggle going to a place where, sure, I love being a physiotherapist, but I'd much rather be making music. This is one of those uh, situations where I kind of just have to look at it and think, you know, I'm just going to do what I have to do and then eventually one day it should all make sense. So that's the story at the moment. Um, what happened? What happened towards the end of last year? End of last year was kind of funny because <clears throat> I usually try and take some time off towards the end of the year. But I've realized that I kind of need to take my time off um, at the start of the next year. So I kind of need to close the studio for a bit because what tends to happen is I'm working, working, working throughout the year. And then as December hits, as you think everything is going to quieten down, all my clients decided that they were done with work. They were now free and available to come and record. So the studio was full throughout the Christmas period. I just had people all over the place. 
practice recording i had some dope sessions i had some really bad sessions but that's like a lot of that money at the, that last little stretch of the year it's not really good um yeah so that's one thing that i've read like i've learned is that never think that just because it's a quiet time for you that it's going to be quiet for everybody that thing it got caught me off guard and at some point i was like look I'm also trying to pay for a wedding. So I can't be looking and give toast in the mouth and saying, hey man, please, please, please come back in a month. Um, I can't, uh, I can't see you right now. I don't have that option. I don't have that luxury. I kind of need to build a business and the only way I'm going to be able to do that is if I just continually work. Um, yeah, so balancing the nine to five has been a bit of a struggle. Um, I actually have just come off the back of a of a 30-day beat challenge and for the first time I failed like I failed dismally I think I ended off I challenged myself to make 50 beats in the month I made 33 so I kind of just should have challenged myself to make 30 I would have passed with flying colors but I was ambitious and unfortunately there was a lot to do a lot of planning a lot of meetings a lot of orientation a lot of just reorganizing my own situation and that kind of at some point I was like look I can see I'm not gonna make it and then I think I was on 19 on like the 28th of the month 28th of January I was on like 19 beats and then um, I got some assistance from a colleague of mine uh, called Tech Music he hooked up a couple of beats we ended up doing a lot of collabs I've got a lot of his music on my computer very talented guy I'm hoping that I do manage to get 250 um, I actually do have, I had, by the end of the challenge, I had more than 50 ideas. That was a given. I'm sure I had close to 60 something ideas. Um, but the thing is, well, the issue was that if it's, a, if it's not a done beat, it's not a done beat. Not much I can do. So, yeah, before I do another challenge, I'm probably going to wait until I'm unemployed. Well, not unemployed, I'm self-employed again. Um, yeah. In terms of features that I've jumped on in that time, there's a P.O. album that has just come out. The guy worked on it with me. We worked in silence and that was, it was difficult because when people are like, hey dude, why are you so busy? Here I am and I have to like just sit there and keep quiet because I can't really say much. I can't really leak that information. So that was something that I'd never really experienced trying to keep a whole album under wraps. It was fun. Once it came out, people were like, ah, oh, man, I see, okay, I see what you were doing. Cool, sure, shout. Um, I don't want to have to do it for a while, but I probably will quite soon, actually. Um, yeah, that's a little hint from me. But um, I'm looking at other avenues for this year. I'm trying to take stock of all the avenues that, I'm, that I have in terms of income, and I really want to maximize. So one thing I did last year is I got in touch with my publishes a whole lot and I just started sending music out sending music out sending music out so this becomes the year to see whether or not what I did back then is having any sort of effect with um, with the people that you know with the publishers uh, so yeah we'll see we'll see what happens I should be able to you know get a fairly fairly good result the first one or two payments first one or two royalty payments have come out they have been pretty decent um i'm gonna see what happens with the next one so for me the biggest royalty payments that ever come out for me is radio in general which is essentially just radio play as well as the tv sequencing um the tv sequencing amount we'll see how much that one ends up being it's gonna be 
again, like I'm saying, it's going to be an interesting little situation to see what happens. Um, yeah. So with regards to opening up this new studio, the goal, the, the essential goal for the studio is just so that I can finally take advantage of foot traffic. People who know my studio will know that every single venue I've worked in has been at home, one. So there's a certain seriousness that wasn't necessarily there. But then number two, I've never had foot traffic. I've never had someone come past my door, look in and say, hey, you're running a studio here. I wonder, I've got an uncle or a cousin or a niece that really wants to sing. Let me bring them through. And I really do believe that that is a completely untapped source of money. Um, when people start to know where you are and you start to build up that service, you start to develop certain skills. And that skill set allows you, um, you know, once you're working in that environment where there's people, you know, it allows you to, to build up certain skills that allow you to essentially just build the business at the end of the day. It's all about just growth. Um, so what the idea will be is to get the studio space just to be a room, right? A rented room somewhere in Joburg just so that I can set up exactly what I've got. I'm not going to make it fancy. It's going to be the exact same setup. It's just going to be in a space like that. What I'll then eventually do is I might want to just do some partitions where, um, whereby an artist might be able to walk into a booth and that's, that can be their space. You know, that, What I have at the moment is great because it's intimate. I can see the artist. The artist can see me. They literally just, if I, if, if I stretch out my arm, you know, there they are right there. Whereas now, if I can just close the door and they can work from behind there, that'll just make things a little bit more professional which will assist people. But then, but then um, uh, the only issue now, uh, not even rent, rent isn't even an issue, but the biggest issue that I'll have is um, making sure people continually come through those doors. Um, and that's where I'm hoping that that foot traffic is gonna help, that I have people coming through knocking and saying, hey, what's up? Just coming through to the studio just to say hi, I do not mind that we'll be doing that. Um, but then what that will also require is that there's someone there full-time. Now with me, in the situation that I'm in, I won't necessarily be able to do that. And that's kind of why I'm trying to work with people. I'm trying to get people into the studio. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to get people into the vibe of the idea so that they can give me ideas as to who can work in the studio, who can take up that space. I have some uh, people that I've shortlisted. I kind of need to go through the typical hiring process so that when they come in, everything works well. But yeah, that's another story for another day. So that's the story there. I've been going for viewings and stuff. It's such a weird world, the whole property space. And it's giving me really, really good insight into property because eventually one day when I do want to buy a space for the studio or buy a space to live in, then I know exactly what to look for. I'm working with property agents. I'm working with a, a business manager type and he is is really assisting me with finding the correct space um, yeah so we'll see how that goes but yeah that's essentially where we are how we're looking at the moment uh, for this month January as I mentioned not the most solid month ever but I do presume that I do think that running into February March April um, will you know it'll be a very very good first quarter um, yeah, for the business. Otherwise, yeah, uh, if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. This 
this kind of is a little bit therapeutic for me. I, even just saying all this stuff out now, I've you know, I've picked up on a couple of ideas that I want to now implement, just having said some other stuff. So, um, yeah, it is therapeutic for me. But if you do have any questions, any follow-up questions, just explain what I was talking about, because sometimes I do ramble. And then hit me up on WhatsApp, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, wherever it is, email, and then we can keep the conversation going, most definitely. Peace.